0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of How Are You Holding Up, a mental health podcast by the depressed for the depressed. I am Lindsay.
1: And I am Chris.
0: And the first question I want to ask is, Chris, how are you holding up this week?
1: (laughs) I'm okay. Um, It may also be just a general, like, kind of good feeling from getting a good night's sleep and a good bed for once.
0: So, if you guys joined us last week, uh, we discussed the fact that Chris is now thinking about going on um, antidepressant medication. Yeah, there's been some worry about the mental and emotional health. Yep. Of Mister Chris. So good. I'm glad that you're feeling at least.
1: I'm getting. I'm getting a little bit of an upswing. How good. Uh, there's also there's also been maybe a glass of wine involved, but that's beside the point. Uh, the other thing is I did. Following up on that, specifically, I got um, an appointment with a psychiatrist. Uh, It'll be on on September 7th. Uh, So I guess in a couple of weeks, I'll be able to report back to you guys on that.
0: That's good. I'm glad that you had the motivation to do that. That's really hard for me to do.
1: It was not easy, that's for sure. I, I got to a point where... I I was calling around and all I was getting was well we're not taking new patients yep. or I'm not taking your insurance yep. or it'll cost about $500. I was like <laughs> <laughs> cool. <laughs> let's um let's not do that. So I finally got a good call back and I was very happy to get them. So, hooray. Stay tuned for that. Lindsay, how are you holding up?
0: Man, I'm stressed. Stressed about everything. Mm-hmm. Taking on the world today. I had a, <laughs> which is funny. I had a day of oh, I'm, I'm alone in the home. Um, I can focus on all the little things I've kind of let build up. And then I sat there and I had time to think, which is the worst thing you can do. Yeah, don't think. And I was like, oh, I'm not making enough money. I'm not where I want to be in my life. And then I cried. Yeah. But um, I'm healthy and I have people who love me. And last week was my birthday. Yay! Yay! And I felt very celebrated and loved. And it was a very small, um, familial gathering. And it was really nice. So um, I have a lot to be thankful for. Practicing gratitude.
1: Yay! Practicing gratitude. I need to get better at that.
0: So um, this is something that is close, our topic today is close to my heart because there are some people in my family and some friends that I have who just seem to be able to have an enormous amount of energy, just be able to bulldoze, bulldoze through life. Uh, it, it seems like they've got endless supply of motivation. Yeah. And um, it wasn't until I was much, much older uh, that I realized that not everybody sleeps well.
1: Yeah, no. Um, it is something that I personally (laughs) have no, uh, real experience in. Um, I am a person who has suffered from a more or less chronic insomnia since I was 10 years old. Um, it has been something that has kind of defined me not only as a, a person who worked a graveyard shift, for many years but also just as a person who physically has very dark under eyes
0: <laughs> i mean i remember you in middle school and high school and you just you were never sleeping and at first you were saying it was because your girlfriend was in a different time zone but yeah i think we all began to realize no no Chris just doesn't sleep
1: i just don't sleep <laughs> yeah. I, I i i i was averaging for the longest time uh less than six hours of sleep yeah. when I was in middle, in middle school at the very least because I would go to bed at like 3 in the morning is when I would finally maybe crawl into bed or 4 in the morning and then I would finally fall asleep and I would have to wake up at, you know, 7, 7.30 to go to school. And so as time went on, I kind of have grown to really appreciate sleep it is not a badge of honor to be wearing when you're like, I've gone 30 hours without sleeping. You don't want to be that guy. That's not, a, that's not a cool ribbon you can put on and be like, yeah, I did that. It sucks.
0: I was always sort of the opposite growing up. I would sleep 13, 14 hours. Mm-hmm. Um, there was an issue with that in my household. And so I began to be made fun of by certain people and my family about it, and so now I have a sleep anxiety where I don't sleep very well, especially in the morning. Mm -hmm. Um, In general, so it's fluctuated for me, either too much sleep or not enough. And um, there's been a few times in my life where I really just slept well, and I can actually remember waking up from those nights of sleep where I was like, wow, I feel great. I feel rested. I didn't realize that that was what it is for most of the population. So... We took to uh, Harvard Medical School. They did a little article on this. And they were saying that 50 to 80% of those with psychiatric uh, conditions don't sleep well. They uh, compared to the 10% to 18% of adults in the general U.S. population. So I'm going to assume that the general U.S. population are those who don't have any sort of mental illness yeah. At all. And I still feel weird, by the way, calling depression a mental illness, but I digress.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a mental condition to yeah. a degree. It's, it's ultimately like insomnia in and of itself, or hypersomnia, where you do sleep a considerable amount of time. Like, yeah. I've only once in my life had a case of, like, hypersomnia, but I, that was also medically induced. Cause I had laser eye surgery. They gave me a Xanax and a Vicodin. And you know what? I had a great sleep. I slept, not even joking. I slept from noon that day until 6am the following day. And I felt amazing. Like that was the most rejuvenated I'd ever felt in my entire life. Uh, I don't know how to really define the, the feeling that I have in terms of, like, day in waking up and being exhausted and feeling so tired because I sleep so badly. Yeah,
0: it's interesting. The science behind sleep is still not completely understood, the connection mm-hmm. with mental health. Um they, the neurochemistry does suggest that a good night's sleep helps foster both mental and emotional resilience Makes sense. while chronic sleep de- deprivation sets the stage for negative thinking and emotional vulnerability anybody knows who hasn't slept for well for a few nights that you get weird especially you new mothers out there who oh, are yes. struggling with sleep deprivation
1: anybody who is dealing with a new child yeah that's uh that's some rough stuff you got to go yeah. through um uh, but for me it 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 it's interesting cuz from for in my experience i'd been so practiced in sleeping so poorly right when i when i had gone to an extreme when i was in uh, i went i went to uh, culinary school at one point in my life and while i was at that culinary school i was also working a full-time job so i was working from 11 p.m. to 7 a.m going to sleep for less than two hours, waking up, getting ready for school, being at school from 11 a.m. until 6 p.m. Not even doctors do that. Yeah. D- drew, like, it was it was a lot of time that I was putting into just trying to improve myself. But, but I pushed myself to a limit where I was, you know, on average for about eight months on two hours of sleep a day. And it was... Um, it was the worst experience I'd ever been in my life. I, I I had never been closer to suicide than towards the end of that. Yep. Because eight That's months That's literally in, torture. That it is literally torture. You, you you get to a point where you've you know, the the I remember the final assignment for that particular uh class I was in was like, you had to make a wedding cake and I got sick the first day because I hadn't slept. You had no
0: immune system.
1: I had no, like immune system I had no immune system, I had no wherewithal to even rem you know, think about taking my, care of myself physically. And I went in and I had to like the next day and I had to go to my instructor and just like take her outside and go like in tears, just, I have to quit. I can't keep doing this. I, I told her everything I was going through. She's like, you need to get out right now. Like, th- yeah. th- this is not, this is not You're for sick. you. This is not healthy. Yeah. And I I, to this day... I, I really wish I could thank her (laughs) for not only understanding, but telling me to go home and not telling me to push through. It's, it's a thing that like when you have depression or an anxiety or something that really like drives you into the ground or keeps you awake or makes you sleep, there is something that, that tells you inside, like, no, keep going. But sometimes you need that external voice to tell you, no, 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 you can stop.
0: Did you know that there's 70 different kinds of sleep disorders?
1: That is a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> that is I learned so lot. much
0: from the internet. Um, but one of the things uh, that obviously came up was depression,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: uh, most patients with depression have insomnia,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, and that's something that I mean, it sounds like it makes sense. Like, oh yeah, well yeah, sure. But if you really think about that in a practical sense, people who are living with depression and also probably have a little bit of anxiety because let's face it, depression makes you unable to do certain things, the mm-hmm. same level of energy as others. And so you get a little bit of anxiety from not being able to accomplish enough Yep. and, or just you're not sleeping enough. And that also can create anxiety. And so suddenly you are trying to live at the same level as people who have none of these issues. They can yep. sleep fine. They have no mood swings they are stable they're happy and they don't even know what it's like they don't even understand what it's like and that's something that i really had to like gift to myself Mm -hmm. of being like Lindsay. you know it's okay that you're not accomplishing the same level of stuff as certain people because you you either can't sleep or you sleep too much and you've got depression and it and it's something that it really annoys me still that i that i have
1: (laughs) No, I get you 100%. <laughs>
0: but yeah, studies also uh, in different, you know, populations report that 69 99% of patients um experiencing insomnia, they're also bipolar. Mm. Um people who they also uh, bipolar actually they also uh, have they report up to 78% of patients they extreme uh, sleep excessively. Mm-hmm. Like you said hypersomnia. The hypersomnia, yeah. yeah. And anxiety disorders, that is something that I'm not a scientist, but uh basically the hormones get triggered with anxiety and like fight or flight when you're not sleeping enough.
1: Yeah, a little adrenaline boost every mm-hmm. so often.
0: Mm-hmm. So it can worsen the symptoms of anxiety disorder and or prevent recovery. And then of course if you have ADHD, I mean
1: That just comes without saying just, practically. Like, Your brain yeah. doesn't turn off.
0: Yeah, my lo- I remember my stepbrother, he would just he had ADHD too. The nth degree. And I remember even as, I don't know, a four-year-old, five-year-old kid, just tossing and turning and tossing and turning and not being able to sleep. And, like, he even while he was sleeping, he was, you know, talking and being active physically. So, that wasn't good sleep.
1: So, have you ever um, dealt more with insomnia than the hypersomnia in your life?
0: Yeah, I have. I have every once in a while I have these stints where I either sleep. Now, insomnia doesn't mean either that you don't sleep at all. Mm-hmm. Insomnia can also mean that you sleep very little and that you wake yourself up, yeah, so I have uh, months long where I will sleep for half hour to an hour and then wake myself up, be awake for about thirty minutes, then maybe go back to sleep, then wake myself back up, or I sleep under six, five hours. Wow, and um, I never know when it's gonna start happening, it just suddenly happens, and it's it's actually something I wanted to go to a therapist about and see if I have maybe um if I am bipolar because. Sometimes I feel like I have manic episodes where I have more energy. But the reality is I can't... The thing is, is I am still in bed. I'm laying in sure. bed and I'm tired. And I just can't sleep. Like my brain doesn't turn off.
1: It's it's such an interesting thing to kind of deal with. Because the, the whole, like... It, it is sort of a... I, I mean, for no other word for it. It's a trope of depression, of yeah. anxiety. That you want to just crawl into bed mm-hmm. and just stay there. Um... Now, whether that has to do with sleep or not, that's that's actually kind of an interesting thing to think about because you know, half of the time, if you are depressed and you are in bed, you're not sleeping. No, you're you're not you're resting. Not resting. You yeah. are you are absolutely in your your little cocoon of anxiety, <laughs> or your cocoon of sadness or numbness and you're just you're just there because it requires you to expound the mo- the least amount of energy. So it is it is something to do with uh, just that that the amount of energy that you have in general as somebody with depression or anxiety. Yeah. Uh I think I think something about that that's interesting is um I used to have the energy to just go, well, time to get up. Get out of bed. Just force myself to get out of bed. And over the last few years, I've lost that completely. Mm. Like, I would still have depression, or I would have a milder grade of it, maybe, I guess. But when I, when I stopped being able to tell myself to get out of bed, when I stopped being able to say, there's things to do, and there's, there's, you know, there's a day to be had. That was when I really took notice of it. And it was when my, like, my insomnia and my own bouts with hypersomnia, because I've also had that, where I've slept 12 to 14 hours. They're rare. <laughs> but they've existed. Uh, it's, I don't even really know. Yeah. You know, like, it's. I just wish that there was some way to know, like, how to trigger that again, or or to at least manipulate where where in the sleep cycle I'm going.
0: Yeah, and there's this interesting thing they call sleep hygiene, mm. where um, people. So a lot of experts believe that you can you've trained yourself to have insomnia, and you can train yourself out. And in terms of like training yourself to have bad sleep patterns and not and it's sort of it's not what you know not everybody believes this but it's they call it good sleep hygiene Mm -hmm. and it's like tips like maintaining a regular sleep and wake schedule so -hmm. making sure you don't keep yourself up until three in the morning binging netflix and stuff and yeah you know or playing video games until late and that's something that i started doing much later and so for some of us i do think that this is at least somewhat more manageable. I have been trying to be better at this, where I have a schedule. Mm-hmm. You know, you make time to take your bath or your shower. Make time to have your teeth brushies. Mm-hmm. You know, you lay down and you listen to your audiobook. You then you you know you're in the dark for a while, so your eyes aren't you don't you're not looking constantly at a device. Or colors, you know, don't fall asleep with your TV on. That kind of stuff. Stop drinking caffeine after a certain time.
1: Yeah, that's that's definitely a good one. Yeah. I, I um, my own sleep, like, rituals over the years have changed so much. Um, yeah. I've started using a lot of uh, apps at this point, not only for sleeping, but for waking. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm one of those people now who kind of likes to sleep with noise on. Yeah, so, I'm a white noise. Yeah, sleeping. either white noise i usually go with like rain sounds Mm -hmm. personally um i also have a uh, phillips hue light that is connected that i have an app it's called like uh sound waves or something uh but it's uh it just makes the light fade really softly through blue tones Mm. blue to kind of just relax and very very slowly just like concentrate on how the color is shifting and breathe with the color and as you breathe with the color it just kind of lulls you into sleep because it's at that certain that rhythm
0: Breath is important. Mm. And that's something I learned as I got older because, you know, you're trying to function as an adult and you're doing all this stuff. And so it was trying to find the right relaxation techniques.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, for me, YouTube has been a life. And <laughs> I mean, seriously, just like finding a guided imagery meditation, deep breathing thing or best sleep hypnosis. And some like Australian deep voiced man is speaking to me and I oh. fall and start getting sleepy. <laughs>
1: I think I've listened to the same deep-voiced he's not, Australian man.
0: great. <laughs> <laughs> great.
1: I um I often fall asleep watching uh cooking shows on YouTube, which is hilarious. Nice. Yeah, uh, it Well, I'll wake up in the middle of the night <laughs> to like... <laughs>
0: That's not nice. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> to a but commercial I, or something? No,
1: no, no. Not to a commercial, but to like a hilarious moment in like the cooking show where it's like, you know, I'll watch It's Alive with Brad on Bon Appetit and oh he's God. like, he's having a weird like, you know, <laughs> it's like a weird like stutter moment and I'll wake up and I'll be like, Brad, and then just go right (laughs) back to sleep.
0: (laughs) I can't sleep with lights on.
1: I, oh, I, I I used to not be able to, like I used to sleep. No joke. Pitch black. Blackout curtains. Yep. Sleep mask. Yep. Earplugs.
0: Yeah, no, that's like the best sleep.
1: That is, For me. That, that was what I needed to do working at a graveyard shift because the, the, it was just, oh, yeah. I would be woken up at nine in the morning by my dubstep neighbors. And that's, you know, that's no. all you really need.
0: So one of the things that we did read about was that getting a better sleep can help heal and reverse the effects of any sort of psychiatric issues that you're mm-hmm. having. Um, and I know that's hard when you're dealing with especially anxiety, Depression, your brain is going and going, but you can train your brain, you can take control, and if that doesn't work, working with a licensed, you know, psychiatrist, getting some meds, Um, sleepy allergy pills help me immensely.
1: Um, I used to try to use melatonin uh, also as a sort of more... You know, natural, gentle sleep aid, which uh, for me, it actually did the opposite. It would knock me the fuck out and I would be unconscious. Those oh would be God. my 12 hours like unconsciousness because my I feel like my brain was just like, oh, sleep chemicals. Don't mind if I binge on these for like 12 hours and then I'd wake up feeling Garbage, oh, no. I would wake up just feeling absolutely groggy, like nope, I could go right back to sleep right now and I'll wake up. I don't know when a handsome prince kisses me that'll be <laughs> that'll be when I'll wake up.
0: Yeah, no, I've, I, I think that kind of stuff though is good if you have sleep anxiety. I know I do, where it's like, oh, no, I have something I have to do tomorrow. I only have five hours left. I have to go to sleep. And then, of course, I can't. And my mind's going, and I'm anxious, and, and I've got, like, the sweaty hands going. And so if you are currently right now laying in bed and be like, I can't fucking go to sleep, um, it's okay. Neither can any of us. We're all there with you, all of us insomniacs.
1: yeah. Yeah, no, I I regularly, <sighs> I think I'm regularly up until about between midnight and 2 a.m. anymore. And I wake up between, if I'm lucky, I'll wake up at like 8 in the morning. Yeah. It, most of the time, I'll wake up at 3 or 4, be awake for an hour, then maybe go back to sleep. And then that'll be my day.
0: <laughs> I, feel a, I feel a depression coming on because I can't sleep as much. Mm. Um, I, I just can't, I've, I've been falling asleep around two in the morning. I went to bed last night at 12, no, at 11 and I laid in bed in the dark. I did my whole thing and I just laid there until three in the morning until I finally just, I sat up and I took a Benadryl to knock me out because I couldn't. Um, so I can feel, you know, your body starts to shift and change too. Sometimes you feel
1: like you're out of control.
0: So anyway, hopefully some of this information was helpful.
1: Hopefully, yeah. I mean, ultimately, you have to find the thing that makes you most relaxed when you're going to bed. Whether it is listening to a bunch of noise, whether it's complete silence and isolation. Whether it's
0: getting a new mattress, like you've got a new mattress. Or,
1: as I have learned very recently, yes, the mattress that you have, or whatever it is you're sleeping on, makes a huge difference.
0: Pillows, (sighs) too, man.
1: Oh, absolutely pillows like I'm still trying to determine if the pillows I have are worth keeping and that's and that's you know it's not easy because they're all expensive but I have a personal philosophy that there are three things you spend really good money on it's tires, shoes and mattresses because <laughs> you don't want your car to crash you don't want your feet to hurt and you also spend a third of your life in bed True. So, So, good idea to get a good one. Yeah. Good sleep ritual,
0: good mattress, and be gentle with yourself. Um, If you are dealing with depression and anxiety, there is a good chance that you have sleep issues, Mm -hmm. and you might not even be aware of it until maybe this episode, and you're like, oh, shit, I don't sleep well. And probably most people in my life do. Mm -hmm. Cool.
1: We didn't even mention uh, narcolepsy, which a friend of the show, New Hologram, uh, has a whole uh, episode on her vlog mm-hmm. all about. So and It's not
0: what you necessarily think. I think a no. lot of us have the impression that narcolepsy, you just fall asleep anywhere, yeah. and that's
1: not always the case. Nope, it absolutely is not. So there will be a link in the show notes for that. As for us, follow us on Instagram at hey Who Podcast. Like our Facebook page, subscribe to the subreddit, and if you want to support us directly, visit our Patreon. Or if you want to send us, you know, an email, you can email us at mailbag at howareyouholdingup.com.
0: We love hearing from you guys, and we hope that you sleep well this week.
1: Yes, please. Pleasant dreams. (laughs) And as always, don't don't tell tell us to just just get over it. it.